Hi folks, welcome back to COM122 Podcast. In this episode, we talk about audience research. Audience research is a very extensive subject area. The most commonly referenced example of audience research is ratings. We all know why rating matters. In a media market dominated by the commercial mandate, ratings define the value and the success of a media product. However, there are a few critical points to be discussed here. Is high rating equivalent of higher content value for consumers? Do ratings truly capture audience sentiment? What are some of the better ways to understand the audience than ratings? In this episode and the next, we will address these questions. But first, let's see what audience research entails. Audience research is a form of market research conducted prior to, during and after media products are developed and distributed. The goal of audience research is to integrate audience preferences into the products to increase content popularity. Because media companies oftentimes operate in a dual product market, that is, they sell content to the audience, and audience to advertisers. So their audience research is used to measure content popularity and in a way that defines the value of two things, the value of content to viewers, and the value of acquired audience to advertisers. Here is an example, lower rated and less popular movies, shows and music albums may be sold at a cheaper price because they are in less demand. This is how content popularity can be reflected in pricing. While content popularity plays a role in the pricing of content as marketed to the audience, the price variation won't be that huge. You can find that most movies and TV shows are sold for between $1 and $8 on Google Play. But when it comes to the pricing of content for advertisers, it varies greatly. This is because, for advertisers, the value does not lie in content but in what type of audience the content draws. As Super Bowl and presidential debates draw a much larger audience, the pricing for placing ads in these shows is exponentially higher. Audience research is primarily concerned with three things who is consuming the content, how many are consuming the content, and how they consume the content. When it comes to the who part, we are talking about audience segmentation, which is a process of sorting people into homogeneous subgroups based upon defined criteria such as product usage, demographics, psychographics, communication behaviors, and media use. In this realm, audience research is used to gauge whether the real audience matches up to the constructed audience. The real audience is the actual people who consume the media content. This can be found through various audience research such as ratings, focus group interviews, and advanced digital data analytics. But before any media product is launched, media producers would imagine what their audience will be, which is referred to as the constructed audience. We all sort of know who the constructed audience is by the glance of the plot, characters, settings of a show. The who part is also the most fascinating aspect of audience research. What media we consume often reflects who we are and where our political ideology, cultural values, and tastes converge and clash with that of others. You can view the New York Times article titled Duck Dynasty vs. Modern Family, 50 Maps of the U.S. Cultural Divide. In the past, people used ratings to gauge who is watching a particular show. But now, modern-day data analytic techniques can be leveraged for more precisely profiling the audience. For example, the New York Times article I just mentioned maps out the audience of various TV shows based on the data of Facebook likes. You can also try a tool called Google Trends, which tracks search activities of keywords. Go to Google Trends and type in the name of your favorite show, and see what surprise you. Now, let's talk about ratings. In the United States and Canada, TV ratings is synonymous with Nielsen ratings. 
Nielsen ratings are the audience measurement systems operated by Nielsen Media Research to calculate audience size and track audience behavior. It is important to note that the way ratings are measured has changed significantly over the past decades, with new digital media platforms and new media usage. Traditionally, ratings are calculated as the percentage of how many households are watching a particular program out of all television households in the U.S. Note that the unit of measurement is TV household, not individual viewers. According to Nielsen's estimate, there are 119.9 million TV households in the U.S. for the 201,819 TV season. Compared to individual viewers, TV households are more stable in a designated geographic area and are easier to count. However, it may overlook important varied viewing behavior within a family. The way ratings data are obtained also varies geographically. Nielsen divides the country into 210 DMA, that is, designated market area. The top DMA by size are New York, Louisiana, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Dallas. The New York DMA alone counts for 6.4 of the entire U.S. TV market. Smaller and less populated communities are less paid attention to in Nielsen ratings. The community we live in, Amherst, Massachusetts, belongs to Springfield Holyoke DMA based on DMA. Different rating measurement approach is used. In top 25 DMA, local people meter is used. Local people meter tracks who is watching and the viewing behavior 24 hours a day, 365 days per year. LPM captures what channel the set is tuned to and when. A less advanced tracking device, called set meter, is used in tier 2 DMA, that is, top 2656. For smaller DMA such as the one we reside in, the diary-only method is used. The diary-only method requires viewers to manually enter their viewing habits, which isn't terribly accurate compared to local people meter and set meter. Okay, it's time to wrap up this episode on rating. To recap, here are the important terms that you will likely see in the exams, DMA, TV households, Nielsen, audience segmentation. Stay tuned for the next episode on ratings and critical reflections on the current state of audience research.